Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of Level Up with Sean Myers, the podcast where we dive deep into the lives and stories of extraordinary individuals who inspire us to reach new heights. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, someone whose passions and pursuits truly exemplify the spirit of leveling up. His name is Kyle Rogers, and he's not your ordinary guy. Kyle is an avid hunter, a devoted husband and father, a dedicated fitness enthusiast, and an entrepreneur building a business alongside his partner, Chris Barnes. We're gonna dive deep into his journey, his love for the process, and so much more. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Kyle Rogers. You were born, and here you are now. What has the Kyle Rogers journey look like? Yeah, so my journey, it's a, it's a simple journey. You know, I, I had a great childhood. Uh, I grew up here in Conroe, uh, went to school here. Uh, both my mom and dad, working family. My dad, uh, he's been in sales, overhead cranes for the better part of 30 years. Um, so seeing him in a sales role, I think kind of projected me to some of the areas I'm in today. Uh, my mom, a servant's heart. She's been a school teacher for 30 years within Conroe ISD. Uh, she actually retired, then went back to teaching. Uh, she teaches at Sacred Heart now, third grade. So, um, you know, she's molding the kids of our future. That's something I never really realized, you know, growing up. But, you know, she's doing an amazing job. I've also got a sister. Uh, she's four years younger than I. She's married. She's got a kid. Uh, great husband and, you know, and they're building their life together. So yeah, great family, great support structure. Uh, but grew up here in Conroe, um, went to high school. I graduated from Canyon Creek. Sean, you may have heard, you know, Kendra was in high school with me. Uh, she was a year ahead of me, but I graduated in 2008. Um, from there, I went on to play some sports. Uh, I was chasing the football dream for a long time. And uh, I bounced around. I went to Texas Lutheran right out of high school. It's a small D3 college in Seguin. Um, went there, gave it, gave it the good old college try, but I wanted more, right? Uh, so I actually was going to go to A&M. I was going to say, okay, well, I guess I'm done with, with football, right? And um, so I went to, went to A&M, was, went to Blinn, was going to do the whole program to go into A&M. And I was actually home for a summer and one of my old coaches, he was a, a our Spanish teacher, Coach Garza is what we called him. The guy, he was a huge guy. He played uh, indoor football, arena football. And I was telling him, I was like, ah, man, I, just, I think I'm done with football. He's like, I don't think you are. It's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, train with me this summer. Let me get you ready. I said, well, what am I going to do with that? He's like, go, go walk on somewhere. I said, all right, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, so he trained me for a whole entire summer. I mean, we How did. How old were you when you did it? I was, let's see, that was right after high school. So I was probably about 19 at the time, 18, 19. Mm. Uh, so that had been about 2009, 2010. So your mind came out of football. You said you were done. And then you yeah. got pulled back in. At, what, what was, that's, that's an interesting thing to think about. Mm -hmm. How did you... If you're thinking off this direction, he pulled you back in. What what was it that re-sparked that? Was it his his vision for you or or how did you what was the belief there? Yeah, I think it was, you know, having somebody to to push me mm -hmm. in that capacity. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I hadn't had that since high school, you know, with coaches pushing you along, you know, kind of providing that program. And when you get out of high school and you get into quote unquote, the real world, Mm -hmm. you know, things you're, you're still trying to figure things out, but having somebody step back into my life and say, Hey, here's what you need to do. I'm going to help you. Mm. And once I realized that I was all in. You had a guide. Yeah. And mm. we, we trained hard and he set me up for success. You know, I, mm. I went up to, so I ended up at Sam Houston state, uh, walked onto the football team there. I made the team. Mm. Um, and without him, you wouldn't have done it. Huh? I would not have done it. Wow. You know, it's just, I, I like to say, you know, things happen for me, yeah. not to me. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so, mm. That that situation occurred, and you know, looking back and reflecting, you know, Sean, you invited me to this podcast, really made me start taking an inventory of things in my life. And <laughs> you know, you don't always, you don't realize the situations you're in when you're in them. Yes. Mm. But now looking back, I I see that as a really pivotal moment because if I wouldn't have gone to Sam Houston, if I wouldn't have, you know, walked and tried out for football again. I don't know where my life would be. You know, I may have gone a completely different direction. Mm. And then I would have always had that, that insight of, man, what if, what if I did try? Yeah. Or what if yeah. I could have, yeah. but I didn't have it. I, yeah. I, I saw it through and, you know, that was, the, that was a chapter in my life. And, you know, that chapter ended and I graduated Sam Houston in uh, 2012. Very cool. Yeah. Great story, man. I love yeah. to hear that. So what was the transition that from out of college to, did you know exactly, did you already have something set up or lined up out of college, like as far as career? Man, so college for me, a typical college kid, I was showing up, uh, showing up to classes that I had to show up to. Uh, you know, school was not on the, the forefront of my mind. Me and were a C, C student. Oh, D. 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 <laughs> I had to build the relationships to yeah. get to get to the C. Yeah, that, man, I, I was D and then I figured out, oh, if I study a little bit, I'll get a C. And I, I remember my first day was music appreciation. And then I realized man, what a waste of time. But I figured out how to get a little bit better grade. I ended up with a C. But what, what was your what did you end up getting like average grade point average? Well, you know what they say, you know, D for the degree, right? <laughs> Let's <laughs> no. go. I love that. No, yes. no, I, I've never heard that. I think I was a, a, a B student. Hear this yeah, I, <laughs> I think funny. I was a B student. You know, I, yeah. I really started getting my act together towards the end of, the, end of nice. my college career, realizing, hey, I need to buckle down, um, get ready for, you know, what's to come next. Yeah. Uh, so, so I ended up getting through college in four years. Uh, but you know, just like any typical guy, you know, I was there for the the class, the camaraderie, but like, hey, where's the next party? Hey, yes. what are we doing this weekend, yeah. Yeah. fellas? And um, you know, it it evolves, right? Yeah. So I uh, got a got a business degree, had no idea what I wanted to do. You know, I did not I was not thinking that far ahead in life at that time. You know, I just mental capacity was not there. Um you know, whether that's on me or whether that is what it is. Uh, but, but I graduated, right? I got, cause that's what they say, go to college, you get your degree, then you find a job. Yeah. Right, so that was the path I was on and that's what I did. And, um, you know, after college, graduated in 2012, two weeks later through a friend of my dad's, his son was working at a company called Fastenal. Mm. Um, and I went to work for them two weeks later. Had no idea about the company. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the role that you went in it? So I was in outside sales. Outside so sales. I, yeah. I had a small little territory out of Cleveland, Texas. 
Um, and, you know, I, I worked the territory. I started from the ground level out of the store managing the territory. And then I started working my way up um, you, in a different sum roles. Up how you were successful in sales, uh, you know, because sales is not people think sales, but really it's there's a lot to it. It's a lot of psychology. It's a lot of relationship sure. building, which is everywhere in life. You know, so how did you do so well in that? A lot of people try it and they just they don't do well. They don't figure out they don't stay long enough. But you obviously found success. How did, how did you build those relationships or, or what did you do? What was your strategy to be successful in sales? So to back up just a step to, to set that up, right? Yeah. You know, throughout high school, throughout college, you know, I didn't have jobs. I was, mm -hmm. I was a sports guy, you know, and luckily my parents gave me the ability to really follow that passion. It wasn't a requirement. Mm -hmm. So when I did graduate and I got my first job, I was like, what in the world is this? <laughs> you know, really I, just hit me. I'm here from seven to five, you know, oh, I'm, yes. there's no breaks. <laughs> like this is, year, no summer vacation. this is what? a year around thing, yeah. you know? And, um, and I had a tough time. I was like, man, this is, this is brutal. Yeah. And, you know, something that my dad told me one day that instilled a lot in me he says, Hey son, you wake up in the morning, you put your boots on mm -hmm. and you go to work and you do a good job and you just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. And so I took it to heart and, you know, that's what helped me in sales, right? Thank I goodness for good dads. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, there wasn't a secret formula, right? I think in sales, you have to create your own, yes. right? Um, so, what drove me to where I got was hard work, you know, the ability to, to wake up, go out, get the job done, meet the people, execute on what I would say I would do, you know, and just keep that snowball effect going. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of where what, I'm at. What were your biggest challenges and struggles that first 12 to 18 months transitioning from college to your first job, first career? You knew hard work. You knew that, right? Because that's what your dad instilled in you. Knew. That's what, how you had to show up. Um, what were your struggles and challenges that you that you face that 12 to 18 24 months i think it was you know paving that path understanding where does this go how do i fit in is this this is the new life you know right you know there's no nothing you know there's fallbacks right but i mean you're you're graduated college you're you're in life it's your career now so where do you go and how do you find where you fit in these pictures and like where do you where do you you know find your fit yeah. um because i think that was the biggest struggle was like well who is the person that i'm going to be who who's the salesman who's the employee i'm going to be right am i going to be the employee that gets the job done it doesn't have to be micromanaged or am i going to be the employee that you know a boss is always questioning and wondering about right so yeah. You know, I always made sure I was the guy that would get my, my work done. Mm. Hey, give me a little direction. I'm going to go and do it and get it done. Right. Yeah. You know, um, you, it, it, you're saying it like it's some common thing, but it's quite rare what you're talking about, mm. like how you've done that, man. It's, it, it, would you say it's upbringing that since all that? And another thing tied onto that is I can tell just with us talking, it just clicked and hit with me with sales. It's all about trust. As soon as you trust someone, I'll, you do business with them and, and you're very, We've hung out three or four times sure. and you, you just, it just hit me. You strike me as someone I trust immediately. Yeah. Is that like, where'd that come from? <laughs> you know, it's funny you mention that because I've always found myself in situations with, with customers or, you know, new friends such as your, your guys yourself, but mm -hmm. people can open up and talk to me, yes. you know, and that's true. And yeah. I have a, 
I have a thought that I'm I'm a pretty good listener, mm. right? Mm. You know, I I can be reserved and quiet at times, but I'm always listening. So yeah, I feel like I give a good ear for people. Yeah. Um, and and trust is a big thing, you right? And I don't take that lightly. Yeah. You know, you have to build trust with people. You have to build that that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you give what you receive, you receive what you give. So with that being said, while we're on this topic, sure. How did we meet? So man, how did, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we'll it's an interesting it. concept. You know, um, you know, we met luckily through you, Sean, you know, making the, the first approach, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this but, is, this is October 17th, 2023. So I don't know when you're listening to this, but we met just a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. Just a few weeks. And uh, you know, we're, we're already to this point right now. Yeah. I think that says a lot about, about the, the groups here, but you know, I'm from Conroe. I, I've been around, you know, I work from home. So occasionally I, I go to different coffee shops to work just to get out of the house and, and, and I knew Kendra and social media, right? So I know who you were, Sean. I knew y'all were married and everything. And then I kept seeing you guys around. It started out with you and a couple of guys and this group kept getting bigger. And, you know, I could overhear conversations like, man, these guys are, you know, they're on the right path, right? So there was already a form of level of respect. Like I, from the outside looking in, I could see it, right? And then, um, yeah, it just so happens. Actually, you two, you know, were, were eating lunch, right? And um, mm-hmm. I was in behind you guys and sat down, was eating some, you know, the famous salada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, a lot of Congo, baby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you actually happened to walk up and introduce yourself, man. And then, you know, that just another. And what did door. I say to you, Kyle? Do you remember what I said to you? It was something along the lines of, hey, man, you're in pretty good shape. <laughs> You know, yeah, Sean, my name's Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean sat down with me and he was like, he sat down with his bowl. I was already eating my salad. It's a lot of, and uh, he's like, man, you see this, the physique on that guy? He's like, he's, he's putting in the time. And I was like, yeah, man, that guy's in good shape. And Sean's yeah. like, I'm going to go say hello to him. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So great. That's awesome. And, and it's funny because I walked over there and it's, as I was talking, picture this, if you're listening to this, Kyle had a burrito and he had just bitten off a huge chunk of the burrito <laughs> and he was trying to answer me, but it took like 30 seconds for him to answer me and respond yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call me right, right mid you, but, but man, that's how, that's how you evolve in, in all areas of life. You have to be able to step up and reach your hand now. Yeah. Right. Cause if you don't, like we were talking about this morning, how many relationships maybe you have walked yes. right past that you yeah. didn't know of. Yeah. So it's um and it's fear holding people back from exactly. doing it. So look at what man, if you yeah. if you just push past that fear, what is on the other side of that? Like the mm-hmm. benefits, the beauty. Sure. And yet most people just don't do it. And man, that's a skill that can be learned. And watching yeah. Sean do it that day and just having this conversation, I'm now actively looking for situations where I can man, I'm gonna just test the waters here, see what happens. Yeah. Go say hello to someone. And here's right. here and here's what's interesting is is I was fearful to go over there deep mm-hmm. down inside to go over there and shake your hand because you didn't here, look it. You didn't look it. You were I, like, I'm going to go say hello. It was almost intimidating to me mm-hmm. because I've, I've been the shy, the timid yeah. guy that didn't go up and say that. That was me in high school. Sure. And so, and it's like Jim Rome says, right? For things to change, we have to change. So mm-hmm. I have to be intentional about that. When I came up to you that day at Salada, I was like, here it is, this good looking guy in shape, good physique. You know, I'm going to go up and introduce myself. I had to be intentional about it, but deep down inside, I'm like, don't do it. Mm. Don't go over there and say hi. But every time I have done the things that I didn't want to do, but I did it anyways, mm-hmm. right? This is here we are sitting across from each other, right? And building this relationship and, and this to friendship. The listeners listening to that, oh, so many people thinking, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. 
how many words was involved? Like you yes. walked over and said X amount of words. Yep. It was basically hello. And the fear is what we talked about in the run this morning. They're going to say, um, get out of my face. I'm not going to shake your hand. I don't want to meet you. And that, when does that ever happen? It That's doesn't. Right. Uh, Kyle yep. is just super happy to say, Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for yep. coming and reaching, reaching out. Yeah. And that is going to be 99% of your experiences. So, man, there's nothing to lose and everything to gain for people to do those things. So, so I'm curious. So, when I did come over there and approach you, right, on the flip side of things, what was going through your mind from mm. the person that was receiving it, this guy's coming up to me and talking to me during lunch? Because in the past, I would have been like, I don't want to, I hear this all the time from friends and family. I don't want to interrupt them. Mm. They're eating. They're mm. on their time. I, you know, I don't want to go over there and bother them. Right. That didn't go through my mind. No. Right. Mm. How did you receive it when I came over there and started talking to you? So the way I receive it is, you never know what somebody's going through that moment of that day, but to be able to extend the handout for a simple gesture could make the difference in somebody's day. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I try not to think about the interruption or the inconsistency, right. Of like, Hey, I'm interrupting you. I wasn't thinking that at all. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm to a point where I'm, open to the conversations i'm open to people coming into to my space and obviously sean we could we could tell there was there there was the energy of like hey this guy's putting in the work these guys are i know what they're about and you want that type of people around you in your life so you know to me that that interaction i think it was overdue because there, because I'll be honest, there was times where I could have probably approached you and your group of guys, but you know the fear and the intimidation mm -hmm. does creep in at times. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, kudos to you for you know doing that, man. It's so easy to not do it. It's like yeah. in your mind, like because how many times I'm thinking of myself, like oh that looks like a cool thing, a cool group of guys that are doing things I like, and you're like it's just easier to not. It's so easy to not do the things, but. Again, what is the payoff? Look at what we're doing right now. We're in this room ha having sure. this conversation and, and the future things we're going to do together uh, is just amazing from just a short connection. But um, and, and speaking of that, so you've been in sales, you know, you, you've grew up here locally and uh, you've been very successful at it. You've moved up the ladder and you've been headhunted and everything and, and moved up the ladder. And now we're on to the real deal, the big thing, which is Axis Recovery. Yeah. Give, give us a little insight to what Axis Recovery is now. So, so Axis Recovery evolved, right? From, so my business partner, Chris, who's actually uh, just four years ago was my neighbor, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's been a crazy evolution that, you know, a ran, a guy that was just a random neighbor uh, to a guy that became a really good friend a close friend, you know, somebody that I lean on, look for support, and then now have become a business partner, right? Um, so Chris and I, in our journey, you know, just to take a step back about three years ago, we really, between him and I, we decided to make changes in our life. Um, did we know we needed a change? Maybe. Did we know what that change was going to look like? No idea, right? But, you know, him and I jumped in together we started that pro a program 75 hard, which you probably have all heard about. You know, this was three or four years ago before it was mainstream popularity. Mm -hmm. 75 hard. I don't, what, what, do you know? That? Yeah. I, what is that? Who is the author behind that? That's Andy Frisella. Andy Frisella. Yeah. That's right. So it's a yep. book. So it's a mental toughness program. Oh, I missed it. 75 days. Okay. Yeah. So you have to work out twice a day. 
one being indoor, one being outdoor. You have to read a book, drink a gallon of water, no alcohol. It's a total life reset. And, um, you know, him and I were both needing that in our lives. And, um, you know, just so happens we linked up and were able to do it together, which made a world of difference, right? We had an accountability partner with one another when we didn't even realize what we had, you know? Um, so we started, you know, about three years ago, really diving into this, you know, shifting our life, shifting our, shifting our focuses, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know where the path was taking us, but we were on the path and we we're committed to stay on the path. And, um, so as, as the workouts evolved, you know, we were just doing gym workouts and then it evolved to, to us walking and then it evolved to us walking with a weight vest. And then it evolved to, Hey, I'm going to run a mile. Hey man, I'm going to run two miles. Hey man, I just ran three miles, right? You know, it evolved and it started evolving. And then we, we got into this endurance type of working out and being, you know, endurance athletes, right? Um, you know, Chris is running 50 mile races just for fun. You know, this guy's putting in the work, Mm. but what came with that is the ideas of, man, we can change our lives like we're doing. What more can we do? Yeah. You know, both Chris and I have been long tenured employees for companies. Mm-hmm. Both have excelled. Both are somewhat business savvy, yeah. you know, street smarts, whatever you want to call it. We, mm-hmm. You know, we're sitting here thinking like, man, we can do more. Mm-hmm. We can do more. We can challenge ourselves again. So we started talking like, what, what, what would that challenge look like? Well, man, let's let's open up a gym. Mm-hmm. I was like, well. Yeah, I mean, we're both into working out. We're we're both, you know, on this path. But do we want to be another gym, right? In in Montgomery County, there's like 24 gyms, I believe. There's a lot of gyms. So we kind of, you know, debated on it, you know, kind of spun our wheels on it. And then as we started elevating our protocols and, you know, us running, us lifting, what occurred? fatigue injuries you know i experienced a knee injury um and so we started looking into some protocols on hey man we we probably we're putting our body through a lot yeah we 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 need to respect our body and start aiding in recovery yeah so we started you know doing the norma tech compression sleeves mm-hmm. you know chris started out putting ice in his spare bathtub and we'd get in there and do ice baths you know, we started hearing this stuff on podcasts mm-hmm. and, and I don't remember the date, but we were working out at Chris's house one evening and we were talking about, Hey, you know, I'm stretching a little bit more. I'm doing some recovery. My body's feeling good. And we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, man, what about a recovery business? Yeah. Let's go. And I'm That's like, cool, man. man wow. I don't know. I was like, so we had in the past, we yeah, that, that was kind of it, right? Yep. In the past, we had searched it out. We did some cryotherapy and it was this one place in the back of the woodlands that mm-hmm. we had to like search for. Never thought anything of it, right? Mm-hmm. We kept going on. But then we're like, man, what about a recovery business? And that's where it started. We're like, when was that? How long ago did you say? That was probably in December. It, it was getting cold outside. It might have been late November, early December. And we're like, and what about a recovery business? Mm. December of 2022? 2020. Uh, yeah, 2022. Yep, last year. Wow. So, you know, we started kind of really thinking about it. And, you know, after that night, 
I literally sat in bed for like the next week, could not sleep. My mm. mind was just spinning, <laughs> spinning, 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 spinning. I'm like, man, I think we're all, we're texting each other. That's how it man, starts. Think, it? When you yeah. get onto something, you can't yeah. sleep because it's oh, it's just driving. Like it's you crazy. don't get, you weren't getting paid for that. No, man. you you had an idea, and you, you guaranteed. I already know you weren't thinking about the money. You're thinking about what is possible of this thing being something. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. oh man, that's a beautiful place to be, yeah. man. So we we were texting each other. We're like, man, I think we're on to something here. I think we're on to something. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. You know. So we were just we kept spinning our wheels and kept talking about it. You know, and got got to the point we're at today. But and to, to add on to that, you know, those wheels spin, uh, and that happens to a lot of people. They have great ideas and they're very excited, and then adrenaline and excitement and the the novelty of a new idea can only last for so long, and then it tapers off and they don't end up doing it. But you guys push through and really, man. You guys have come so far. I mean, it was less than a year ago, and you guys are getting ready to launch this thing. It's yeah. come to reality. What would you say some of the key things were for to push through? You know, like when people have those good ideas, and then they end up backing off, and fear or doubt sets in. How, how did was it? Just you were so compelled, it just kept them moving forward, or what was the, some of the struggles and the, the tough times there at the beginning? Yeah. So I, I, it all ties back into when we made that transition in our lives is, Hey, we're going against the grain here. We're not going to be in the, the normal normalcy of what society can kind of put you in that box. You know, we really started to figure out how to push that envelope. And I, and I think that's what helped us. Right. So I, I'll be honest, you know, I've had, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur at, at an early age. I've always wanted to be in the fitness industry. I mean, sitting back in college, I, I've literally sitting there sketching out what my gym would look like, mm. you know, and me being the owner of it. But at that time and where I was at in life, I would let things get in the way. Things would creep into my head. Hey, man, I don't know if you could do this. Mm. Are you even supposed to be doing this? It's that's not you. You know, yeah. you're not that guy. And, you know, I think Chris would attest to that as well. He's probably had those same, same scenarios, but you know, we when we decided and we had talked about it, we we came to the point we're done talking about it. We're putting action in play and we're going to do this. You know, so we we just pushed ahead, and um, you know, I filed for the LLC in January of this year. Mm. You know, I me and Chris had talked about it, and I was sitting at the computer one day. I was like, "All right, I'm doing. It. I'm, I'm tired of thinking about it. I'm tired of talking about. It. We're going to start the process today." I filed for the LLC. Figured that process out. Oh, that's and a fun one. I, I, yeah. And then I, I sent a picture to Chris. I said, it's time. And mm. and since then, it's been complete teamwork and, you know, full steam ahead, you know, trying to figure this thing out. Sean, you've yeah. started multiple businesses. Do you, where do you relate? Because you've gone through that multiple times now. Is that similar? Yeah, very similar. I think it, for me, it was it was about finding the why, like because mm. I had done so many things in my life where it just wasn't. I would do something and it wasn't sustainable. Like I would do it and then be like, okay, why why am I not hanging in there, right? Why didn't mm. I want to? I played baseball in college, so why didn't I want to continue it through the major leagues? Well, there wasn't a why. There wasn't a motion. There wasn't a vision behind that, mm. right? Whereas there's young kids that have gone through baseball and call it. That's their dream. That's their vision is to be a major league baseball player. That wasn't my why. Yeah. And for me, same thing, entrepreneur, right? <clears throat> I want to create my own destiny. I want to live on life on my own terms. Sure. 
And, and, uh, you know, my, my story was I've gotten terminated. So I wanted, you know, I didn't want to from multiple employers. So that was my, that was my reasoning behind starting the first business that I had started. And yeah, it was taking that first step, right? The LLC and figuring out, oh, I got to have the insurance, all that. But at the end of the day, if you're an entrepreneur, you're not like, all that stuff's important, but that comes with it down the road, yeah. right? You're just trying to, you're just trying to do one thing at a time and check sure. the boxes and, sure. and, and, and continue. Cause that's the hardest thing is, is the momentum yeah. to, to get that, to get it started, right? The LLC and what's next. Okay. Cool. The facility. Where's our location? Who's our target audience? Who are we talking to? What's, you know, so all these, all these things start hitting your mind. Cause the and, excitement and the, the, the fun stuff's at the beginning of that mindset, but then yeah. that's some tricky, difficult, tedious work. Yes. Both of you guys are talking about right there. Sure. That most people are like, ugh, I'm out. So with that being said, great question. You are great. So to, to dovetail off that, you and the transition in from, okay, cool, here we are, right? And now it's like, we're going to start this business together. We're doing the LLC. But I'm curious on like, what's the, like for you, what was between you and Chris and because you're here today, what was the vision? Like why transition from doing what you've been doing to the business? Our why is kind of centered around, you know, we've been paying the man all these years. Mm -hmm. We've been climbing that corporate ladder that once you get off that ladder, that ladder's still going up and there's going to be somebody right there behind you to take the next step. Right. And, you know, I heard a saying, once you, you climb that ladder and you get to the top, it's still not your building you're standing on. That's right. right? So we wanted to create our own building. We wanted to create our own processes and we, we, we want to see what that looks like. Right. Cause you know, we were talking earlier, graduate high school, go to college, get a degree, get you a good job, get you some insurance, get you 401k, mm -hmm. you know, stick to the plan and live a life. In the back of my mind, I always knew like, this isn't, this is not for me. This is, is it, it always kind of ticking at me. You know, and I, and I did it for a while and I, and I'm still doing it. I mean, we still have to pay the bills and support our family. Right. But you have to have the wherewithal to, to be able just to step out and do it. And, and that's what we did. You know, we wanted to create that for ourselves and for our families and for our future. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Awesome. So as far as the next steps, like you've created the vision, here's your partner, you're taking one step after another. So talk to us about some of the, Here's the fun part, right? The embracing the vulnerability, right? Some of the emotions evolved the last 12 months, you know, as far as like fear, anxiety, excitement, because I know if I, I've experienced all those. And was there, what, what was the moment like? I know we kind of talked about like, hey, let's take action. Here's why, because this is what society's selling us, but we want something. We want to create life on our own terms. We want to create our own destiny, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have your reasons behind that, whether it's freedom or whatever it may be. Sure. But I want to know some of your emotions involved because a lot of times that's where we get stuck from folks that want, you know, that are doing the nine to five or that, that are existing, living in the rat race. And they don't know how to, they don't know how to uh, move through the fear, the anxiety like you have, right. Sure. And you're fresh here. You are. Yeah. I mean, the fear and anxiety, it's always there. It's at the forefront, but you, you have to check those, right. You have to yeah. put those to the side and keep pushing through. And, you know, there's been a lot of excitement within it. You know, we're doing things new, different. There's been a lot of uncertainty, like, mm -hmm. um, Hey, what are we supposed to, to do that, next? That's, yeah. that's yeah. what stops everyone. Yes. Yeah, and it could, right? It could cripple you. Yeah. Um, but you know, we we've made sure we, you know, our goal 
has been every day to do something to move us forward, right? We don't want to sit on things. We don't want to procrastinate on things. Because then when things start piling up and the list gets too big and you just, your mind starts scrambling, you don't get anywhere, right? You're running circles. What keeps you going though? What keeps me going? Yes. What keeps me going is 100% my kids and my family. And it's, you know, that three years ago when the transition happened was right about the time I had my first, my first son Knox and everything starts to fall into place. You know, people say, yeah, kids change you. Well, it really does, you know, and I just want to make sure that I'm positioning myself to be something that they're proud of and say, Hey, my dad's, my dad's doing it right. There's that aspect of it. There's that aspect of, Hey, I want to be this guy, but, but I have to make sure you, you know, you check your ego, right? I don't want that to get in the way. What I want to make sure is that we're we're progressing in life. We're going outside of the realm of what's supposed to be done and really creating our own paths there. Uh, So my big why is, is centered around that. And, you know, that's kind of what keeps me going. It's funny because you said a while back there that you ran a mile and Chris kind of did the same thing and you guys were nowhere physically, you know, fit, fit wise, like you've been lifting weights, whatnot, but you, you ran and then it just progressed. So it's like baby steps, like mm-hmm. each little thing. And it's not just the physical action, but it's what the mind does with the physical, physical action. It's a, it's a, a coin in the bank of belief in yourself that things can change and, and you can progress to become more. And that belief continues to grow until, would you say it's confidence that has built this along the way. Cause it started with a, a run, you know, and then you, the, the friendship between you and Chris and the, it's like the mind starts to believe I wasn't a runner before. Now I can run, I can do these hard things and it's blossomed into this. Does that resonate? Cause if you, if you reverse engineer it, it started somewhere out of nothing and then it's come to this point here. So yeah, you have to start walking before you can run. Right. And we understand that's a process, but along that process, you build resiliency and your mind gets stronger. Mind and body connections are real thing. And so when your mind is getting stronger and you can understand your Mm self-worth and what you want to achieve, you know, those types of things become easy, right? Because you know, the vision is clear. You know where you want to go. So you start implementing things to get you to that point. Yeah, confidence is big, right? Confidence is a piece of it. You want to be confident in what you're doing, but you also just have to you have to strive forward and, and get things done. You know, people that haven't done what you just talked about, mm-hmm. and I've done it, Sean's done it, uh, Chris has done it. People that haven't done this yet, they don't understand what we're talking about. And I'm because I'm thinking back to when I heard people talk like this, I didn't know what it was. And only now when I look back to the things that I've done that has built the confidence to allow me to do what I want to do today. People who haven't done it yet cannot resonate. So we're telling them, you know, if people were to try and do what you're doing right now without all that resilience, all the things you've built and the belief that you had to build in yourself, they would fail immediately. They wouldn't even allow themselves to think about it. So, but it started with a little step. So people listening, you don't just jump into the deep end. This is a a process. Like you talked about, you have to build the, the belief, the stamina and things you just said, it get easier. Like the things that were really difficult before, no problem. Now you're dealing with things that are difficult that in three years will probably be no problem. You're like, snap the finger, it's done. And there'll be new challenges then, you know? So I think for the listeners just to realize, man, it started with a little run Mm -hmm. and 
a connection and it's just built and snowballed. So yeah, just listen to your stories. It's beautiful, man. And I also want to, so you said started with a little run, right? Putting one foot in front of the other, mm -hmm. starting with the walk and then the jog. But I also heard you say as soon, uh, as soon as you met your neighbor, which is Chris and now yeah. your business partner and mm -hmm. one of your best friends, right? Mm -hmm. So it was almost an ac accountability yes. of leveling each other yeah, up, yeah. the support system there, yeah. right? Do you think you'd be sitting right here today if you had never met him, right? Peel that back. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would. I would be um, because you know I had, I had the aptitude to want to start that seventy-five hard program. Mm -hmm. I had heard about it probably six months to a year ahead, and I never did it. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, man, that kind of scares <laughs> me. This, this is tough. Yeah. Why? Why didn't you never do it? I'm sorry. I was scared. I was mm -hmm. nervous. You know, I wasn't sure if I could do it. You know, there was, you know, the whole, you can't drink. You, you, you yeah. got to stay on a diet. Impossible, doesn't yeah. it? it seemed, it was taunting. Yeah. Right. And, um, but him and I were talking, right. And we're like, Hey, let's do it together. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we started being these accountability partners to one another mm -hmm. and, and it helped a ton because, you know, our, our relationship and just like, you know, any, any bros relationship, right? Yeah. Hey man, what are you doing on the weekend? Let's get some brewskis. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's kick back. Let's watch a football game. Right. And that's how it started. Yeah. Then, then it started to evolve in, Hey, what workout are we doing today? Mm. Hey man, I got a good one. <laughs> you know, we're about to get, get some. Right. Yeah. And then it became, Hey man, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm reading this book. Mm. And we start talking about those things that, you know, the conversation evolved and we started elevating you know, as we didn't even realize it at the time, but yeah. looking back on it, but again, it all starts with just starting the process. You know, you can educate yourself to a certain extent. Yeah. You can read the books, you can listen to the podcast, but at a certain time you have to put those things down and you just have to start. And, but, well, but more importantly, kind of like what you talked on earlier is why do people start the process? Why do I take the walk? Why do I take the jog? Why do I take the run? Right. right. And then during that process and who you need to become to where you want to get. Right. Sure. Which is that vision for your family, for your kids, for sure. your wife. Yeah. That's what kept you getting up every single morning and doing the things that you didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. It's having that vision, that why. That yeah. why. yeah. And that that's a big thing. You know, people talk about what's your why, what's your why. And I I heard it and I asked myself and I couldn't answer it for a long time. Yeah. And I started reflecting on, OK. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you not doing what you're doing? And I realized, you know, I had to be more intentional about the things that I'm doing in my life and what am I doing and what does that connect to? And really, you have to sit back and have an honest conversation with yourself. You know, I kept hearing, well, find your why, find your why. I'm like, how do I find my why? Like, it's You're not, stealing the words right out of my mouth. It's man. not Sean like, to that. it's yeah. not hit me in the face, you know, but you have to have that on, honest conversation with yourself. And I started realizing, well, why do I want to do this? Because I want to be that strong leader of my family. I want to be something that my kids and my wife look to. Hey, if things go sideways or things in the world don't, add up the way they should. Yeah. I want them to be able to look at me and say, Hey, we're safe. Yeah. You know, dad, husband, we're going to, we're going to be all right. Yeah. You know, and I want to be around to be able to play football with my kids and run and be, you know, train with them. You know, I, I can't wait for the day when I'm training with my kids. Right. Yeah. And then I want to be the grandparent that's still around, not 
sitting back saying, oh, my legs hurt. Or, <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I'm too old for this. No, I'm going to be in the game with them. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be experiencing it. The kid, so, your grandkids going to love that. You yeah. know, there's something that's so important that we can't brush over is that, man, you mentioned alcohol. And it doesn't have to be alcohol necessarily, but to give up something that you're currently doing that we sure. all know is not good for us. Um, we, we don't want to look at that because it'd be, so, it's painful to think maybe I'll lose friends if I don't drink or whatever drinking is to other, some other people. There's other things, right? And it's the fear of, I don't know what life looks like without those things. That's my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But you said it just having that sit down conversation with yourself. You have to look that accountability to yourself staring the things down that we don't want to look at. Mm -hmm. If you could speed that process up and realize, get that out of the way. You, yeah. Once that's out of the way, then you're freed up to think, what kind of man do I want to be for my family? But things like that are in the way first. And you almost have to get rid of those yeah. to now like, okay, now I'm at a, a level playing field. What's possible? But all that mess is in the way. So that's what me and Sean talk about. Like, how can we do more of that? How, how can we speed that up and a system, a process to help people be able to stare those things down, get it out of the way and start living their life. So as opposed to existing, because it's sure. kind of what it is, you're existing and then you realize what living is and it's totally different. You know, when you're living yeah. and it's hard to know when you're just existing. Yeah. Yeah. Once you remove those dis distractions that you have, it mm -hmm. gives your mind the ability to, to take inventory of mm -hmm. the things that really matter. Um, so that, that's a, that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. What advice uh, would you give? Is that what, what What other questions did you have there? Like, what would you say, Sean? Yeah, no, you hit the nail right on the head. What advice would you give a, so somebody that wants to start their business or, you know, mm -hmm. understands like, man, hey, I get it. Uh, entrepreneur business. What, would you, what advice would you give someone that wants to start their business? Mm -hmm. What would be the couple pieces of advice or one piece of advice? The advice would be to, I, th I think is it, it's extremely important to, to find a team. Find somebody that you can have conversations with. You know, nobody can do this stuff on their own, right? I mean, you got to have people in your corner and it may take a while to find who that is. But my advice would be to find that support system, find that team, but go for it. You know, cut down the the barriers that are pre-existing that we all impose and think that are there, they're really not there. Yeah. Yeah. Move, move them yeah, out of the way and just go for it. You know, mm -hmm. you, you learn by doing things. You're never going to learn by sitting on the couch wondering. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. When you say team, do you mean partner or like team members in the business? Well, well it could be anybody, you yeah. know, it obviously that when I refer to a team is, it's people that are in my corner, you know, okay. maybe that's your wife. Okay. Maybe yep. that's, uh, you know, a father-in-law, a dad, you know, who, whoever yeah. that might yeah. be, but yeah. find your people. Right? Somebody to pick you up when exactly. you're Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we all have those. Many times, you know, there's a lot of people that say, well, I don't have those. I guarantee you do have those. Maybe you're just looking in the wrong spot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So started the business, Access Recovery, uh, not even 10 months ago, right? You've been in the process and during the suck, embracing the suck and during the journey, right? It's been fun. Been long. Been yeah. rainbows and sunshines, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is there anything you would have done differently, knowing what you know now? 
I don't think I would have done it differently because we're is exactly like I said, enduring the process, right? We didn't know what exactly what was going to be next, what should be done. There's probably a lot of things we should have done prior that would help speed this thing up, <laughs> yeah. you know, knowing what we know now, but we would not have known if we just sat back and tried to write this thing out step for step. It, it wouldn't have happened. That's great advice right there. Yeah. You can't write, you don't know what's coming if you don't know what it is you that's know. coming. Yeah. And, and our thing is, is, Hey, we'll, we'll do it right on the next one. Right. Yes. You know, we'll, we'll get it right on the next one. We'll know this prior, but I think you, you, like you said, you have to get started and you have to learn as you go. You figure it out. You know which direction you're going. Well, let's just start going that direction. Speed bumps are going to come. That's fine. We'll handle them. Right. There's, there's no reason to get, you know, overworked or, or discombobulated, whatever the case may be, handle the situation when it arises, get it done, move on to the next. Yeah. Did you have a question? Did launch date. I, I don't think we, uh, when is it? Before we get to that, yeah. I wanted to shift gears oh, before sure, we sure. get to launch yeah, date. Yeah. Shifting gears. How has health, nutrition, and fitness played mm -hmm. a role in building the business and showing up as a father for your kids yeah. and your wife? How has health played a role for you? It's everything, man. It, it really is. You know, I, so I grew up, you know, I was always in the gym. You know, I was your typical gym bro, lifting heavy weights, working out. And then I'd go to Whataburger and get like a double cheeseburger. You know, <laughs> like my, hey man, why can't I be lean? Why can't yeah. I be in shape? Right. But I realized what health is. Health is just not having a six pack. Health is not just, you know, being able to run 10 miles. Health is an overall well being. Yes. And it's both mind and it's body. Big thing is mind, man. Yeah. You know, you, your body's going to give you what you put into it. Yeah. You know, I heard, I heard a thing the other day is True. your body is your vehicle in life. Mm. I don't want to be a dump truck yeah. or a garbage truck. <laughs> you know, I want to be, I want to be the, the nice cars or the, the nice souped up F250 that mm -hmm. I have on my vision board. You know, Let's like, go. Yeah. you know, that, that's what I want to get out of it. Yeah. But where it all has where the rubber meets the road is is the mind man it's it's you take care of your body and you take care of your mind and you can start thinking and processing things differently than you thought you could you know i never knew if i could but through this process i've i've been able to kind of shift things and everything seems so much clearer now and like challenges fears that doesn't make me scared. It gets me excited yeah. because now I want to conquer those and crush those. Man, I, you just, man, I've gone through, man, terrible times mentally, like gone through depressions and, and whatnot and, and come up and out of them before. But since I've started running and really cut back on processed, like sugary stuff, and I've been lean pretty much my whole life. I mean, I've put on a little weight here and there, but there was times where I was like 8% body fat, 9% body fat, and I was pre-diabetic. I mean, I was like one notch away on the A1C. Uh, and I don't know if people know what that is, blood work. So you would never have known, but my mind was just nowhere. And since I've really cut back on on all those things, running has been a priority and, and preparing. Uh, I've really shifted things around. I have never felt so good in my entire life. My mind is so strong. I feel like I could bend metal bars with my mind. I, sure. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's like when you're saying that, like I really get what that means. I'm 42 now. It's taken me this long to figure this out. I've known about health and nutrition and working out more or less my whole life, but I'm just now discovering it. And I think there's that is available to everybody and they haven't experienced it yet. You know, the cold plunge that, that we all did today, the access recovery, you know, people 
try that, doing those kinds of things, it does clear the mind. You start thinking on another level. And I think it's people who get in that realm are the people who start businesses, people who go to the top of the leaderboard. And if they're in sales or whatever area of life they're in, it's that clear, that clarity of mind and and the body's directly linked to it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. You know, it's ridiculous to say, oh, hey, you do good things to your body and your mind and you're going to feel great. That's pretty simple formula, but it's so difficult, you know, and you saying that, I don't don't think uh, it's, it's not been talked about a lot recently. It's more about looks and all this stuff. So this is like a new, like a, a new wave. Because I'm, I'm just starting to hear that more, the mind and body. And, and you're saying it. And, and, yeah. and the beautiful thing about it is, is that when your why and your vision and what you're doing, Kyle, for your, you know, your family and your vision and what you're, you know, for your customers and your community, is aligned with how you're living your life and you're taking action. You're an That's, example of it. You're an example, yeah. and you are an example, mm-hmm. and I will support that through and through yes. um, all day long. So um, excited about Axis Recovery. We're excited to support in any which way we can. Yeah. Is there going to be a ribbon cutting in Montgomery yes. County? What's the plan? Yeah, so right now, uh, so if anybody has ever done new construction build out, um, you can have an idea of what that's going to look like and what that timeline, <laughs> but it's not going to work yeah. out, you know, uh, cause we broke ground again. We started this thing in January as far as filing in the LLC. We got our lease signed in August. Where are y'all at? Where's y'all's location? So we're right off 45 and Crichton road, um, in front of, uh, Grand Central, the, um, the development, the community back yep. there, Grand Central. Uh, there's another complex right there. It's got some restaurants, but some really cool factors. It has F45 gym is there. Oh, nice. And there's also a, a guy that has a personal training studio on the third floor of our, our suite. Uh, so we're right there at 45 and Crichton Road. And um, we started build out in August. And we are right now, I could say, less than 30 days out. We're we're shooting for November 14th, that Saturday. Um, that's the first time I've said it out loud because it's no, it's Ooh, not always set in stone. Deadline. That helps those things But um, we're we're gonna make it an event, right? It's not gonna be. Yes, we're gonna do the ribbon cutting. We want to introduce, you know, what Axis is uh, for our community, but. We're going to, we're going to collaborate with some of the local gyms. We're going to put on maybe a 3K run, uh, that morning, go out, come back, hit your plunge, just like we kind of did this morning. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm going to be there and I don't know what my 3K best personal best is. I'm going to set it and on that day, I'm going to break it. Ah, Let's go. go. Let's do it. My man. I, like yeah. it. I don't know what okay. it is. I it might be an hour, which would be horrendous. And how hour. Hour. <laughs> no, I, I'm yeah. going to push it hard, man. I'm going to try and sprint that thing and, and see what kind of time I can get and make that yeah. my, my staple. Yeah. I got my marathon in in uh February of next year, so it's going to help my, my speed work. So yeah. it's that's giving me a deadline too. Yep. So but with, with access recovery, and that's great goals, and that's exactly what we're after, you know. But when we help our clients find their access is what is what we're about, right? So finding your axis may be, hey, I want to beat my 3K time. Yeah. I want to crush it. That's going to be my baseline. Yeah. But it also may be for an individual that, hey, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm going to start walking today. Mm, you know, they're finding yes. their axis. They're doing something different. And we're there to help support them on their journey and yeah. to help reach them their goals. So, yes, there will be people there running. Yes, there will be mothers there with their kids pushing their stroller for their 3Ks. We'll have, um, you know, a group activity as far as a boot camp, you know, for 
get some physical endurance in. We we're striving to really make this your point as a, as a piece of the puzzle, right? Yeah. We're all going through this journey. We have different pieces moving. We're going to fit right in with you. We're going to help support you. We're going to help bring our community camaraderie. We're going to support you in their efforts. We want to know, hey, Sean's got an ultra coming up. Yeah. Hey, guys, Sean's got an ultra coming up. Wish him luck. He's been in here grinding that's away. Cool. You know, that's the type of environment we want. I just ran my first mile like three months ago. So, And I would have, wow. well, I wish. Yeah. I had no, I mean, I, w- I wish you guys were already open because, yeah. you know, I could not be doing what I'm doing now. Like, uh, it's, I had to go through a lot of pain and, and earned the steps and everything. And just thinking about it now, I was like, man, after that first mile, I was puffed out. And then I ran another mile like a week later and was enjoying it. But having that recovery could have sped this whole thing. That's up. right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I contribute. Yeah. Recovery. I, I was, I've always been a bulldozer my whole life. I've always been like, put in the hard work, put in the work behind the scenes, show up, work as hard as you can, and then just let, you know, you can put anything in your body that you want, pizza, burger, and then just sleep it off. And the next day you'll be, you'll be peak shape. Well, that was, that was a lie, right? <laughs> yeah. So recovery is everything. And that's everything from sleep, well-being, mindset, um, and whether that's the cold plunge, the sauna, whatever it may be. So what I, what I love about what you're doing, Kyle, is everything that you're doing and saying is aligning with your purpose and why, which is, a beautiful thing because um, that's the guys, that's the people we want to follow, you know, and support yeah, yeah. and through and through. And maybe we do, well, not maybe for sure, maybe a six month after you've opened, you yeah. come back uh, with Chris, the two of you and Absolutely. just let us know how it's going and, yeah. you know, all the other struggles and progress and all the yeah. excitement, all that stuff. We'd love to find out, you know, keep along, keep us along with the journey. So, yeah. Hey, you never know. There might be a Sean Meyer studio there at uh, Axis, man. Don't tempt me for a good time, bro. Don't tempt me for a good time. (laughs) Whole time he's talking, I'm here in franchise, man. Yeah, let's go. Over time and (laughs) Dallas and Austin, man. Come on. I can see it happening. Yeah, it's amazing the people that have have thought of that already. You know, they're they're approaching us. Hey, when are you coming over to this area? When are you coming over to this area? But, you know, I'm never going to put the the cart in front of the horse, right? We're going to, we're going to get this one going. We're going to get this one going, right? And, you know, the things will follow that, you know, so, but it's been a team effort all the way around, you know, access recovery wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Chris and I, but it also wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our spouses, right? You know, our, both of our wives are, um, business partners in this with us. And for me personally, my standpoint, you know, my wife has been a huge factor uh, for me carrying the load of our family with our kids, especially over these last, you know, three or four years, you know, we've built the family, but, and I've started to make this transition, but it would not have been impossible without her. You know, she carries a huge load at the house and which helps me be able to do the things that I do. But you know, I, I plan to repay her as soon as Just I can. Just all the wives yes. out there no do, that, do that, man. Yes. We would be nothing without them, you yeah. know? <laughs> Go ahead and say your wife's name, Ewan. Kel- Kelly Heinemeyer. Kendra Myers, man. thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank What's you. your wife's thank name? You. Casey. Thank oh, man. Casey. Yeah. Awesome, man. We're, we're, uh, we're, how can we support you? How can our community support you? Um, where, where can they follow you? Get more information. Yeah. Yeah. So all of our social media is up at Access Recovery, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the YouTube realm very soon. Uh, but yeah, again, follow us there and 
what our message has been follow us on our journey, right? This is a journey, you know, that we're, we're, we're coming together, figuring it out together. You know, we want insight. We want Intel. We want, you know, what do you guys want to see? We want to be able to provide that, right? We're, we're going to provide the space. We're going to provide the protocols and equipment for you, but you know, our clients are going to build up what we become. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's a huge part. So yeah, at access recovery, uh, follow us along and, um, November 14th. November 14th. I'm throwing it out there. I want my, I want my t-shirt, man. I saw you guys. Uh, <laughs> they look so cool. I want my, I know. it's the third time he's mentioned that now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I must really want that. I, think I really do. So, Chris and Mel are the, the merchandise manager. Okay, I guess yeah. we're going to give them Chris, titles. you're listening. Yeah. And uh, they were all locked up this morning when I left. But I, I thought about you, man. I, I got it. Hey, got it only if it. I beat my PB on that day. I don't know how what that looks like. but um, Well, I want you to beat it with our shirt on. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's go. Out front. Yeah. Maybe I can get two, like, a different color if I beat my PB. I could have two shirts. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just making stuff up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle Rogers, thanks so much yeah. for being on the uh, podcast you, with us today, man. Appreciate your time, energy, and effort. Yeah, thanks for inviting me into your home, man. Lovely home. Had a great run this morning. You invited us in, cooked us a, a stellar breakfast, got us all uh, carved up and ready for this. So, adventure is a, a restaurant uh, chef, right? Uh, yeah. 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 It's going to be a one thing on the menu yeah. eggs and yeah. more eggs, turkey yeah. sausages. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all very awesome. much. Thank it's you. been a pleasure. Absolutely, awesome, man. Enjoyed awesome. it. And there you have it, folks. Another incredible episode of Level Up with Sean Myers. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Kyle Rogers, his passion for hunting, his dedication to his family, and his commitment to building a business are truly inspirational. Remember, it's all about embracing the journey and constantly striving to level up in life. If you found this episode as enlightening as we did, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Your feedback helps us continue to bring you these incredible stories of personal growth and achievement. As always, stay tuned for more exciting episodes. And until next time, keep leveling up.